Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Tiger fans, welcome to the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I'm your host, the Corey C., along with the co-pilot, Charles Bishop. But first things first, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple users, rate and review the show, and everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. Charles Bishop, the busiest man in show business. Thank you for making time to join us today. Well, thank you, Corey, for having me on again for another podcast episode. And I want to, before we even get started, I want to stop and thank everybody who has subscribed and listened and offered your feedback. Uh, we've gotten tremendous feedback on these podcast episodes. So uh, we're, we're really enjoying doing them and looking forward to more episodes. Absolutely. And one of the things that we've been hearing about and been wanting for, for the longest has been upgrades to the facilities and I know it's always been a rumor that's been out there and coach Hendrick came on and kind of verified it but guys it's official it is happening vice president and director of athletics Ashley Robinson spoke recently at the national alumni midwinter development meeting on campus and here's what he had to say in order to have a great uh, build an athletic program as you see across the country facilities is one of the biggest keys one of the things that we're going to have to do uh, the next 10 days, uh, you will start seeing facility renderings uh, for all our athletic complex on campus, uh, locker rooms, uh, stadiums, everything, every event that we have on campus, every stadium we have on campus. I'm working with an architect now, and we will start uh, putting out those renderings. What we're asking, we want 10,000 alums to give $500. Uh, we're going to ask 10,000 alums to give $500 for all the facility upgrades. Now. Uh, this this will launch during Blue and White Week, and you will see the renderings for all the facilities. So you will start to see that from locker rooms to indoor facilities to everything we need. In order to get those facilities, it's going to be between about five to ten million dollars. Uh, I do have a matching donor, uh, so if we step up and give the ten thousand, I do have a a, a corporate donor that will match that. So I'm asking uh, everyone, everyone here to please step up and let's get that 10000 a month. We haven't did any facility upgrades in the last 30 years uh, besides the baseball field. Uh, and as you know, we did not do uh, the complete uh, 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 baseball field. Uh, we did not. So there's a lot of things that as I talked to Coach Bradley, uh, we had to stop that project. I think cut it in half. But we, in order to build our program, we're going to have to get these facility upgrades. And I'm, and I'm confident we will get that. So that will be a 12-month campaign. 
and we will start on that uh, in the next two weeks, and you will start seeing the renovations of facilities. Another, another thing with facilities, I know everyone loves to see their name on something. Uh, so when we do naming rights, you want to buy a locker, your name can go in that locker. You want to buy an office, your name can go in that office. So all that information will be coming up in the next 30 days as we launch our facility upgrades. It, Tiger fans, we need your support. We can get this thing done. Five hundred dollars, ten thousand fans, very doable. And I love the the naming rights. We'll have that as well. It's just big news, y'all. Yeah, huge news. And I think uh, uh, BP Robinson touched on it in terms of uh, there haven't been any facility upgrades, major facility upgrades uh, within the past. 30 years. And this is something that, you know, people talk about all around the tailgate in terms of what, what we need, what Jackson State needs. And now we have the initiative in place uh, to start putting those uh, facility upgrades uh, in place. You, you take a look around the SWAC and, 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 you know, it's quote unquote sort of an arms race, if you will, in terms of uh, facilities and, and things that uh, really enhance uh, your athletic department and, Jackson State now has taken it upon themselves to make this uh, a major fundraising initiative. I'm really excited about it. And we've, we've seen the power of the Jackson State fan base. Uh, we saw it with, with the Hillman initiative last year. You know, it you know it took off. And I'm confident in this Jackson State fan base, you know, in terms of being able to get this 5 to $10 million uh, and getting that, that corporate matching uh, gift as well. Uh, it should be a, no problem. And we're really – Looking forward to it, really going to uh, watch how this plays out because I think it's uh, tremendous with the sort of fan base that Jackson has to really get facilities on par with the rest of FCS. I agree. And what fans must realize is that a lot of times when it comes to recruiting, that facility, the, the difference maker can be the facilities. If all things are even, it can come down to facilities. And I know sometimes we'll lose a, a miss out on a player that the fans really want and we we'll wonder, well, why would they go there over Jackson State? Well, a lot of times that's what it boils down to. And I know Coach Hendrick talked about that as well. So let's get this thing done. Let's get it done. And I, like you said, uh, uh, that could be sort of the, the edge that kind of puts us over the top uh, in our future athletic endeavors. All right. And uh, A.D. Robinson also talked about season tickets. Uh, they're on sale. So we, we want to pack the vet. Hashtag pack the vet. The target for season tickets, you know, my goal in the next three to four years, we got to have 30,000 season tickets. There's no way that the at Jackson State University cannot have 30,000 season tickets. Uh, you want to know why a lot of universities, why, why athletics are operating the way they need to operate. You know, when you look at, you know, I always compare ourselves to the, to, to the big three, which is USMO, Mississippi State, because that's the direction we're going in. They don't sell tickets on game day. They don't sell tickets 30 days before game day. Their tickets are sold out now for the whole state. You know, we're waiting to see if it's going to rain. We're waiting to see if it's going to be cold. That's the season ticket post. We're talking about we got the lowest season ticket packages in the country. You go check any Division I program, we got the lowest season ticket package in the country. Uh, I know a lot of people talked about, you know, our season, our single season ticket prices last year. And we're going to get those, those season tickets prices back, I think, to 25 or 30. I think last year we had 30, 35, so 40. But we did that. We had premium games. We did that to make sure that we want alums to purchase season tickets. You save almost 50 to $75 if you purchase season tickets. And we need that support. When we get 30,000 season tickets. We talk about facilities. 
we talk about supporting our student-athletes, we talk about taking this program back to where it used to be and even making it better to where it used to be. That is what we're going to have to do in order to support our student-athletes and support the athletic department. So, again, we need your support, fans. 30,000 season tickets. We have the fan base. That's the thing that really stands out to me. They're not asking us to do something that we can't. We have the numbers. And one of the things that really stood out to me was Associate AD for Sports Media, Dennis Driscoll. He spoke as well, and he talked about our social media presence and just the numbers that we have. What I'm really excited about is our social media presence. We have over 30,000 followers on Twitter, 20,000 likes on Facebook. We have the largest social media presence in the Slack. And that's because of you guys. We have more followers in Vanderbilt, New Mexico State, Colorado State. We're up there with a couple other Pac-12 schools, SEC schools, and we rival any institution in the Southeast. How big is that, Charles, as far as the number of fans that we have just on social media? What does that say about us? It says a tremendous uh, uh, thing about the Jackson State fan base. Jackson State, uh, the the whole entity, it is a brand unlike uh, any other brand, I think, in the Southwestern Athletic Conference. Uh, and our fan base, uh, they support this brand. This is a fan base that is very engaged, very in tune to Jackson State Athletics. So I think it's a no-brainer in terms of, of getting the season ticket packages in place and really, when you take a look at even the social media presence uh, from the uh, sonic boom of the South to Jackson State Athletics, I think they go hand in hand. So uh, that is uh, one of the reasons why you have such a tremendous social media presence. And, you know, when you're talking about uh, uh, this Jackson State uh, brand, uh, that the history, and we talk about this all the time, Corey, in terms of the history of Jackson State uh, and the fan base of Jackson State. When you get all things engaged, uh, this could be just tr a tremendous, tremendous monster for the university. Really looking forward to uh, some of the initiatives that uh, A.D. Robinson is really putting in place and you know, you, you couple that with the with the season tickets, with the facilities, and I'm just so excited about some of the things Jackson State is on the verge of becoming. Yeah, you touched on something big there. I think one of the things that stands out to me is the fact that we've continued to have these these impressive numbers during the time where the football team isn't winning. And I right. that's a big draw for us, that football team. So a lot of schools, if that football team isn't winning, the numbers suffer. But we're still leading FCS yearly in attendance. So just imagine what this thing's going to look like once we turn that around and once we upgrade the facilities and, and everything's just going in the right direction. Just imagine the numbers that we'll have. Well, and that's the thing. And the thing is pushing everything in the right direction. I'm very confident that I think our football team will get back to the standards that we've come across become accustomed to and you know I, you know Corey I love to borrow the, the phrase from Mike Tomlin the standard is the standard and that's what Jackson State fans expect and I think they're more than willing to put their money behind their brand this brand that they love this brand that we all love the I love absolutely and and fans let's not wait until this thing gets turned around to, to show our support we're true tigers win lose or draw it's like a marriage, for better or for worse. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't want to be one and nine, but if we're one and nine, I'm still at that 11 game, right? So the, the players need that, right? Yes, they, yes, indeed. They committed to come to Jack State and play for us. So 
we have to stay committed to them through the thick and thin. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, it's, it's important just to make sure that we contribute in any way possible. Another thing that we need, according to Driscoll, is we need to contact the Clarion Ledger because we want to get that local coverage back from the media. And I have a challenge for everyone in here today. Last year, about this time, we lost our beat writer at the Clarion uh, Ledger. So, have your pens, pencils ready. I need you to call this number. Do it today. If everyone calls today, it will make a difference. 601-961-7000. Press 2. And ask to speak to the sports editor or the managing editor. And make your voice heard. The only way we can get our D-Rider back is if their readership demands it. And we need to demand that. Claire Ledger, it's right down the street. We can look out that window and we can see their offices. They need to have someone on campus every day following Jackson State Athletics. They need to know our coaches. They need to know our student athletes. Can't be something they come once or twice a month. And that's it. That is not, we cannot do that. We are at the same level as any other school in this university when it comes to media, especially with the Clarion Ledger. They are our local hometown newspaper. And with that, number 601-961-7000, press 2. All right, Charles Bishop, do you have that number down? I do have that number, and you you know I, I've been uh, emailing and I've been calling, and I think this is uh, tremendous. I'm glad that uh, uh, Dennis Driscoll uh, brought this to fruition in terms of uh, letting everybody know how important it is to uh, have uh, the appropriate level of, of media coverage, especially from the hometown newspaper. And I've, I've put it in email form. I've said this quite a bit. Uh, Jackson State is a brand. And it is the brand in the capital city. Uh, and it is literally <laughs> uh, within, uh, you know, five miles of Jackson State University Clearing Ledger offices. And when you talk about uh, the media presence that Jackson State has had throughout the years with tremendous beat writers, uh, the, 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 the late, great Roscoe Nance, I grew up to him. I grew up reading him. But you knew everything that was going on about Jackson State athletics through guys like Roscoe Nance, Mark Alexander, just a, a plethora of great beat writers who were embedded in Jackson State athletics and who followed the team, you followed the coaches. And it's how I developed my love for Jackson State athletics. So it's very important. And when you look around the Southwestern Athletic Conference, uh, our, our coverage is not what it used to be. I will say that I think there are some uh, other uh, uh, schools that I think are doing a, a much better job in terms of their hometown newspaper covering that team. And, and we have to get back to that. This, this, it is very important. There are not just three entities in the state of Mississippi uh, talking about Mississippi State, Ole Miss, and USM. Jackson State, like I continuously say, is a brand unlike any other in the Southwest Athletic Conference, a brand unlike any other within this region. So it's extremely important that the Clarion Ledger put somebody back embedded within Jackson State Athletics to talk about Jackson State Athletics. I agree. And Charles, I think it's a partnership as well because, again, we have such a large fan base. The Clarion Ledger will want our clicks, right? It's all about exactly. So, you know, if they're talking about Jackson State and we're reading those articles, that's a win for them as well. So it's a win-win thing. So we're not calling them, asking them to do us a favor. 
know, it's a partnership. We obviously we want the exposure, and and they could definitely use our our views. And, and Dennis Dennis touched on it. When you have more followers than FBS programs, and you have more followers uh, from a social media standpoint than than Vanderbilt, New Mexico State, Colorado State, that's huge. And uh, I like you mentioned, I think they would want to have those likes. So it's important that that partnership is reestablished. All right. Good stuff. And A.D. Robinson also talked about improving the communication with Ticketmaster. This is pretty exciting. Uh, we're working on, on a new Ticketmaster system. So when you go in and sign up with Ticketmaster, you will get three or four updates by athletics a week. Uh, electronic. So that's something that we're going to do. Right now we're pushing paper, but I thought it was very important that you receive a letter from my office stating how important it is to support season two. And also thanking you for being a season ticket holder. So we want to continue with that communication line. I think once we receive uh, that upgrade with Ticketmaster, I think that will be a big plus. Uh, it will give us a lot of information uh, on athletics and we receive that data. You know what? This may seem like a small thing to some, but this is big, and, and I'll tell you why. From from kind of a, a big picture standpoint, this tells me that Ad Robinson, the athletics department, is intent on evolving and keeping up with the times, right? Uh, because mm-hmm. obviously, for us to get those notifications and everything's kind of digital now, that just means that he's looking forward to the future. He's not stuck in the past and doing things the old way. He's evolving and adapting with the times. Uh, that's uh, tremendously important, adapting with, with the times. And we're talking about fan engagement, fan engagement, and fan engagement some more. And I think uh, they have, uh, I think they've heard the emails, they, they, they've listened to uh, the constituents, the stakeholders of Jackson State University. And like you said, adaptation and adapting to the times, this is huge. And I'm glad that our vice president uh, and director of athletics, Ashley Robinson, uh, is moving forward, especially with uh, something like Ticketmaster. Absolutely. And uh, one thing you touched on was uh, that, you know, he's reading those emails and he's answering them. And that's one thing that he always stresses, hey, email me, call me, I'm, I'm accessible. And that's great, especially for a person in his uh, position to have that kind of open line of communication with the fans. And that's something that he touched on recently as well. Anything that you all would like to see in athletics, as I say, I'm an open book and I'm easy to talk to. We cannot be successful if we don't work together as a team. So please come to me and talk to me. Please do not put anything negative you got to say about Jackson State University on social media. Please. That's part of my job. We will sit down and we talk about it, and I can take it. I'd rather it come to me. That's part of my job. That's what I get paid to do. My job is to take criticism and to build this, this program. That's huge. That's huge. You know, what we put on social media, we may think it's harmless and no one will see it, but recruits are seeing that. Parents of recruits are seeing that. If you go to Twitter and just, just do a search for Jackson State, everything comes up. Right. So we have Precisely. to be careful about that. And, you know, all the Facebook groups and we think those groups are private. Well, everyone can see those. Groups. <laughs> exactly. On the inside, if someone will show it to them or take a screenshot and it's all over the place. So we want to paint a positive picture about Jackson State. We're not perfect, but we want to paint that picture as we strive to get better. No doubt about it. And I think, you know, it's it's important to talk about that open line of communication. I think uh, 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 Ashley Robinson is doing a great job of being accessible. I think that's, uh, you know, one of the things that everybody talks about in terms of being able to have a voice. And I think uh, Ashley Robinson is being very direct, very open about 
come talk to me. So I think that's extremely important moving forward in terms of listening to your stakeholders. And he's saying very much that I am listening to uh, my stakeholders and I want you to talk to me. I want you to email me so that we can alleviate whatever concerns that you may have. So I think this is very important moving forward. Absolutely. And again, A.D. Robinson working behind the scenes to make a lot of things happen for Jackson State. I'll let him take it away from there. Happy to partner up with the National Alumni Association. Very excited about this. We're working with Nike, and we're going to have a custom Air Force One Jackson State University shoot. Uh, we're to get that done with Nike. We hope to do the reveal for Blue and White Week. Uh, we're going to, uh, it's going to be a fundraiser, but you know, Nike came to me and challenged me, and, and, and I told him, I, I, I know we can get this done in, in 72 hours. They said, well, we're not going to do but a thousand shoes. I said, that's not going to be enough. It's not, y'all not going to buy a thousand shoes. So as you see, they have the perception of HBCUs, but we're going to show them exactly what we can do. Uh, I'm quite sure a thousand shoes, once we put them on the market, we sell out in, in 72 hours, uh, especially talking about a custom Air Force One shoe. Uh, so we're going to get that information out. Uh, what I would like to do, once we get that order out, uh, we're going to wear, wear your Air Force Ones for homecoming. Uh, that would be the big homecoming week. Uh, everyone will wear their custom airport one shoe. So very excited about that. Charles, doesn't get any bigger than Nike. It doesn't get any bigger than Nike. And again, I think this is huge in terms of uh, especially for Jackson State, understanding how powerful a brand they are. I think when you go to uh, a Nike and, you know, we see Nike, you know, plaster themselves and embed themselves with every other university. Well, why not us as well? So I, I really am excited about uh, Jackson State understanding the power of the brand of Jackson State Athletics and, and partnering with, with a company like Nike uh, to, to mass market, you know, that that name that is uh, Jackson State. So looking forward to it. And, and I think Nike is kind of underestimating us, uh, challenging us to sell 1,000 shoes. I mean, 1,000 with, with the JSU fan base? I, I keep out, <laughs> That link becomes available. And they, 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 he said, let's wear them homecoming week. Well, I think I'm going to have to buy two pairs then because by then, that, my pair will be worn out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for the most part, I, I, I laugh about that. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, okay, you, you, you'll see what this Jackson State fan base can do. And like I, I tell everybody who listens, this is one of the most powerful fan bases in HBCU athletics, uh, not just HBCU athletics, but one of the most powerful fan bases in all of FCS. So really looking forward to what we can do in terms of uh, putting that Jackson State brand name towards Nike. Absolutely, absolutely. So, again, some exciting, exciting news. So, Tiger fans, support. Show your support. Show your support. Show your support. I'm just going to keep saying it. We need it right <laughs> now. <laughs> All right. And turning the table to a little bit of uh, sad news here, JSU Hall of Fame wide receiver Gloucester Richardson has passed away, unfortunately. Gloucester was a 1965 graduate of Jackson State College. Played in the NFL for the Kansas City Chiefs, Dallas Cowboys, and Cleveland Browns. Two-time Super Bowl champion. And he was actually the younger brother of another uh, former JSU great, Mr. Willie Richardson, another standout, legendary wide receiver who played for the Baltimore Colts and Miami Dolphins. And uh, Gloucester was actually born in Greenville back in 1942, and he died in Chicago Thursday, February 27th at the age of 77. And Charles, I know it's always tough to lose anyone, but when it's one of our legends, man, that really hurts. 
Yeah, I, I tell you what, Corey, when you talk about Gloucester Richardson, uh, I think Jackson State fans are, are familiar with uh, the Peyton name in terms of uh, Jackson State Athletics, but they also should become familiar with uh, the Richardson uh, name because uh, this is a, a name that is etched in Jackson State folklore in terms of you had uh, five brothers who played football at Jackson State. You had Willie, uh, of course, all-pro wide receiver for Baltimore, for Baltimore Colts, and uh, Jackson State legend in his own right, but you also had Tom Richardson, uh, who played for the Boston Patriots. You had Ernie Richardson, who also played for the Cleveland Browns. So, yeah, I grew up listening to stories about the Richardson brothers around Coleman High, around the Greenville area, and I tell you what, I definitely wanted to extend my uh, deepest sympathies to the Richardson family, uh, to the Gloucester Richardson family. And, uh, you know, uh, his son uh, was a classmate of mine, Mo Richardson, uh, at Jackson State, uh, and Mo preceded him in death. So, uh, again, I wanted to uh, extend my deepest sympathies to the Richardson family, uh, a name that, uh, like I said, is etched in Jackson State football folklore. Absolutely. That is Jackson State football royalty. So we'll definitely miss Gloucester Richardson. Let's have a moment of silence for the late, great Gloucester Richardson. All right, you're listening to Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. I'm Corey C. along with Charles Bishop. And we have, uh, obviously, baseball season underway now. Charles, uh, I don't know if you if you heard, but D1Baseball.com, which is a highly regarded intercollegiate baseball publication, selected Jackson State as its pick to win the SWAC East Division and capture the conference championship and be named or get the SWAC's automatic berth to the NCAA tournament. So I know we're going to do an entire show on, on baseball. So, Charles, can we can we look forward to having you come on with and talk about some baseball? I know we have some pretty good guests lining up. Will you be one of them? I, I, I do intend to be one of those guests, really looking forward to talking a little baseball. Uh, you know, that's that's my passion, the Jackson State baseball. I grew up going to the games, grew up idolizing Coach Bob Brady, and I'm really looking forward to talking Jackson State baseball. Absolutely, and speaking of baseball, some big news regarding the baseball tournament, the SWAC baseball tournament. It will be held in Jackson at Smithville Stadium. SWAC Commissioner Dr. Charles McClellan recently came to town to talk about it. When you look at our SWAC Baseball Championship, we're going to have eight teams here over the course of five days. This deal is going to be a three-year deal. The economic impact to Jackson, Mississippi is going to be over $2.5 million. So we're going to bring the fans, we're going to bring the teams, and we're going to bring a national television audience to Jackson, Mississippi to show what Southwestern Athletic Conference baseball is all about. So, Charles, how big is that news? This is huge. This is a historic stadium uh, in Jackson. Uh, I am proud to say I spent uh, many a day in Smithville Stadium. This is uh, one of my high school baseball homes uh, from Murrow High School. But I tell you what, this is a stadium for a lot of us who grew up in Jackson. We grew up going to uh, Jackson Mets games in the 80s uh, with Daryl Strawberry and Lenny Dykstra and, and all those 84 uh, Texas League champion uh, Jackson Mets that went on to play for the 1986 New York Mets. Uh, that later became the uh, AA affiliate for the Houston Astros, a uh, team called the Jackson Generals. So uh, coming back to Smithfields is a homecoming of sorts. This will be great. They've done so many renovations. There are more renovations uh, planned. Uh, and for Jackson 
to get the SWAC baseball uh, championship. This is huge for the city of Jackson. Looking forward to more of a partnership between the Southwestern Athletic Conference and the city of Jackson. Kudos to all those involved for bringing the SWAC championship to Jackson, Mississippi. Indeed, and the baseball tournament isn't the only thing that's moving. The SWAC is really on the move because Media Day will be in Atlanta this year, Thursday, July 16th. So, Charles, I know you've uh, been attended, you've attended Media Day a time or two. So, will you be in Atlanta? And, and what do you think about this move? Yeah, looking forward to it. I definitely will be in Atlanta this uh, upcoming uh, Swag Media Day. It's always a great opportunity to get a chance to kind of get a gauge of uh, the football teams going into uh, their uh, fall practice. And I tell you what, it's, it's a great uh, time for camaraderie, especially among those who cover these teams within the SWAC. And this year, the Southwestern Athletic Conference, they are celebrating their 100-year anniversary. So uh, Dr. Charles McClellan has some uh, exciting events planned around the 100-year anniversary of this great conference. So really looking forward to this year's media day. All right, y'all. So with uh, Swack kicking off the, you know, pretty much the season with Media Day in Atlanta. So should we go back to that hashtag, Atlanta to start, Atlanta to finish? <laughs> hey, I, or should I'm we never, leave that alone? Never upset with Atlanta to start, Atlanta to finish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there you have it. We're gonna we're gonna try it again. Atlanta to start and Atlanta to finish. All right, and moving... there you go. Some type way, we gotta make it back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to basketball. Amisha Williams been, has been named the SWAC Player of the Week. 21 points, 3 blocks, 2 steals, and 16 rebounds in an 82-59 victory over Grambling. That was her 11th double-double this season. She was 8 for 14 from the field and 5 or 7 from the free throw line. Charles, I'll tell you, man, it seems like she's getting better and better as the season progresses. And, you know, she's becoming one of the better players in the conference and possibly a player of the year candidate. So how big is it that she's seemingly just, you know, finding her stride right here as we enter March? Uh, this, is, this is huge. I mean, we're right on the cusp of March, and she has grown. We've watched Amisha grow and grow during the course of the season, and, and she's rightly being uh, recognized for her hard work. And, you know, we, we, we talk with Coach in terms of uh, watching her grow and how she started to get back down on the block. And it seems as though uh, once she got back down there in the paint, and, and wasn't trying to, uh, uh, you know, linger around the perimeter, if you will. And she has really gone to work, and she's such a dominant force uh, for the uh, Lady Tigers in the paint in terms of leading the conference and blocks, her rebounding. She's a defensive presence, and she can score 21 points, uh, three blocks, two steals, 16 rebounds. I tell you what. We are looking forward to March Madness with this Jackson State Lady basketball team. They are as tough as any team that I've seen in this conference in a long time. Absolutely. So good luck to Coach Jamika Reed and the Lady Tigers as they embark upon uh, this, this tournament run, postseason run. And can't forget about the men. Good luck to the men as well. Coach Brent, hopefully they can get back on track and, and turn it around before the tournament starts. I know they had a little bit of momentum and got sidetracked, but we feel as though they have the talent to get it done. Uh, good luck to the baseball team. And, again, fans support everything, all the initiatives that we have. It's a great time to be a Tiger, Charles Bishop. Great time to be a Tiger. <laughs> It was a great time to be a Jackson State Tiger. I tell you what, we are on the cusp of some great things with Jackson State Athletics. And I tell you what, it's going to be fun, Corey. Really looking forward to the ride. 
All right, that'll do it for this episode of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple users, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. Leave a question or a comment while you're at it, and we'll be sure to read it on air. I can't stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletic department. And it all starts with you downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every Tiger that you know. We're on all the podcast outlets. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and so on. And we'll be posting every episode on our Facebook and Twitter page. As always, thank you for your support. On behalf of Charles Bishop, the co-pilot, Go Tigers, hashtag Pack the Vet. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.